Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. and prove Eddie Cochran wrong there are now four steps to heaven Richard <laughs> nice have you been practicing that I have yeah been yeah. practicing that almost non-stop since uh, since Monday afternoon funnily enough yeah, should, we, uh, should we go for a couple of cliches four four cup finals yeah uh, when Saturdays come <laughs> it's another six point podcast it's been a magnificent bank holiday weekend for Torquay uh, we'll talk about the Eastley performance in a few moments, which I think was one of the most complete Talk United performances we've seen. Magnificent win at Chesterfield on Monday. Uh, we'll be paying tribute to an ex-Gull uh, who's died this week after an illustrious career. We'll have a chat about him. Billy Waters will sing for you this week, right towards the end of the podcast. Billy Waters will sing for you. And we're inside again, boy. aren't we? I, I'm very excited about that. Very no, I said no. <laughs> you are very excited about that. Strangely excited. I said we're inside again. We are inside again. We you see that just proves that I can't hear you properly. But yeah, we're inside again this week. We're speaking through the uh, the magic of the internet for various reasons. But there's loads to chat about, isn't there? And you've had a chat with Gary as well. I had a chat with Gary on Tuesday. Um, I, I did just tip you off, didn't I? That. Uh, Rudy, the the puppy, uh, was was determined to have his say as well. So apologies for that, but um, I think I think it's a decent interview, uh, even with Rudy. As you say, until such time as we can go back and do these things face to face again, or until such time as they invest in a beautiful soundproof studio for us, we're just going to have to live with it. Gary, you just you just said it yourself. Uh, I think we were all Notts County fans yesterday, and. Uh, the tension for that that last minute penalty in Gary time that would have been a <laughs> interesting yeah. to gauge. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, we were, we were all not county fans yesterday, and no disrespect to some, but obviously we, you know, we have to take care of our own results. Yeah. But as I've always said, you you have to look over your shoulder at other results as well, especially when the games are running out. Um, and you know, not county being. Uh, in the lead twice and then Sutton coming back twice um, you know was, was, was unbelievable really a game and then down to 10 men yeah. and they score in the you know, last minute of, of injury time or whatever it was and, I mean it was I mean you know you, uh, you can't lie about it at the end of the day every one of us that wants Torquay to do well um, would have leapt out of their seat and Again, that's no disrespect to to Sun. Yeah. Um, it's a you know it's a dog eat dog thing at the moment, isn't it? And you know we've had a we've had a very good uh, week and uh, bank holiday weekend as far as not not just our own results but other results around us. Yeah, it's gone really well, hasn't it? I mean, the, the run you're on, uh, you've done that, but you know other little things happening as well has gone really really well too. Well, it's a, it, I mean, it's credit to the lads, really. It's been a phenomenal run of wins and, yeah. and results over a, a long period of time when we, you know, we knew 
that we had to not change something, but we had to recover from the poor result at Maidenhead when we lost 4-1 that day. Yeah. And nothing seemed to go right, and we ended up going right back to basics. Myself and Downsy and the staff, we we got we got together. We had meetings on meetings. You know, we got on a training ground, um, and it wasn't about saving them. It was about pushing them. You know what I mean? Mm. We had to get going. And uh, credit to the boys. That's exactly what they've done. And and you know, they've not only shown great effort, but they've shown great ability too. Um, but the team spirit right now is, is perfect. You know, it's exactly where you want your team to be yeah. as far as, uh, you know, mentally and physically. And uh, But, you know, we've still got some difficult games to go and we are literally treating every game uh, one game at a time um, because we've had some, you know, difficult fixtures mm. on paper. You have, and, and um, you know, I, I looked at Eastleigh and Chesterfield before the weekend and thought that those were tough games and you came through them without without needing to 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 resort to Gary time as it were. I mean, you know, which which was brilliant. <laughs> That's right. Well, you can't you can't wait for uh, that time no. every time, can you? You know what I mean? It leaves it a bit uh, precarious, but um, and we don't play for Gary time. No. Course. Yeah. But we, we, we've got it in our armour to, you know, show an intent because, you know, we're not, we're not happy with our draws, especially at this moment, uh, time of the season. You know, you've actually got to be brave and you've got to go for wins. Yeah. Um, and, you know, who dares wins, as that famous man says. I think, uh, obviously, the plaudits will go to the strikers and midfielders, and that's where the goals came from. But I thought the defence was particularly impressive over the last two games. Yeah, they were magnificent. They've been impressive over the last, I don't know, 10 games. Indeed. Right? Even yeah. when, when you were losing games, it, it was only by the odd goal. Yeah, well, you've got to remember as well, we, we attack as a team and we defend as a team. So, for me, you know, obviously when there's no goals against and I think that's probably our 17th, 18th of the season or something. Um, so, you know, you've got to give credit to individuals and to the group yeah. you know, as a yeah. whole. But uh, you're right, if we're just dealing and talking about the, the sort of back four at this point and the goalkeeper, of course, then uh, that they've, they've played a magnificent part because the, uh, the courage and the... Um, it's not just the energy, it's the, that intent to not let a goal in. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's and you, you can see that in their game. I mean, Gary Warren just sort of calmly walked over to Kai on, at the game on, on uh, when was it? On Monday. Yeah, Monday, yeah. And, uh, and one of his fingers was absolutely pointing in the wrong direction. Oh. Um, I know. Um, <laughs> and so... He came over and he just said, Kai, put this back in for us, will you? <laughs> um, and it's unbelievable. And, and, and Kai just casually went, bump, 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 put it back in and he carried on. Do you know what I mean? Now, yeah. A, that's a, a physio that knows his job. Yeah. And B, it's a, a warrior as a player <laughs> that, that Gaz is. And, and they've all been like that. You know, Joe, Shez, Wintz, Moxie. Yeah. Um, you know, they've, they, they really have played their part. If... Um... If it was earlier on in the season and, and, you know, things were slightly different, some of these players might not have been playing, mightn't they? Um, 
is it is it a case oh. of, of of not walking wounded? Don't get me wrong, but you might have given them more time. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, the one thing that I always say to them is that I mean, obviously, you're not available to play. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the worst thing for a professional footballer is to not be injured and not be in the team. Yeah. And so you have to manage um, that player, um, and you've got to say to him, look, be ready. Because when I do need you, if you're not ready, you ain't going to be in in there long. But if you are ready and you yeah, get that absolutely. opportunity, yeah. you know, then oh, it's it's not as if I'm not ever going to play you. So you've got to be ready. Yeah. And uh, you, I mean, my way of doing things is I try and keep the continuity, especially if it's going well. Um, and so you tend to try not to say to players, look, I'm, I'm resting you because I need to bring in him because he hasn't played a game yet for a little while and he's fit now. Do you know what I mean? You, can, you, you, you can't do that. Yeah. You try and keep that continuity. Um, and if I do do it, it's because of an underlying uh, thing that we got that, you know, you don't bring out publicly. But, you know, so, um, not that we get many of them, but there's yeah. lots of circumstances yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, so... That, that's that's how I try and, and do it. So most have come in because Moxie was out for a long time, um, and he's come in and done a great job. Um, Gary Warren was out for a long time. Um, Joe's been out recently. Obviously, Carl Cameron's been out, and it's just the strength and the beauty of the squad. And it's at times like these when you feel that your squad that you brought in and that you've had for most of the season. Up to now, it's been good enough. I'm being invaded. Right. I'm being invaded. Yeah. And that's uh, that's what I'm really pleased with. But what I knew. I am. Um, I'm being invaded by dogs, Gary. The wife's out, and uh, the little one's just managed to push his way through the door. So if there's a really loud bark, I'm sorry about that. Just, just, just <laughs> quickly. Right. Um, the uh, so so it's four games to go. But as you rightly said, you're going to be looking at it at one game at a time. So. So the next one is Bromley on 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 telly on uh, on on Saturday and uh, and that's your in, that's that's exactly what your focus is now, isn't it? It is exactly, and, and that'll be our only focus for you know, until after the game. They're you know they're a form side. They did well to beat Hartlepool. Yeah. Um, they've got their game plan. They've got some good players, and they're desperate to stay in. In the playoffs, you know, I think they're the seventh spot at the moment with, you know, some big teams trying to get in behind them and uh, and they'll want to, you know, they're, they're, they're not coming to us for a draw. They've got to come to us for the win yeah. because that's the situation they're in. And they're a very energetic team and, you know, everybody that plays them has to match that energy um, and see how the game goes, you know, it's... Uh, they're they're a they're a good they're a good team, and I'm looking forward to the game. Brilliant. Well, uh, I'm excited. The fans are excited. The dogs are excited, um, and uh, we'll all be sort of watching BT Sport on on Saturday evening, and 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 yeah. you know, really really behind you. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. That'll be a great game to watch because I'm sure that uh, you know the, the the Sky cameras or you know and the Sky event, if you like, that they always do. It does create a good atmosphere for, for the game and uh, we know that our supporters will be at home uh, cheering the boys on because yeah. 
that's vital now. And I do, I keep saying, I do remind the players that there are people that are ecstatic at home at yeah, the moment and really, really enjoying watching them play. So, um, you know, we've got to try and get them another result and get us a little bit closer. Absolutely. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for talking to the podcast again. So, Gary, looking ahead to a big game on Saturday against Bromley there. Before we go any further, we should remind people, of course, it's on BT Sport, isn't it? On so telly again. Yeah. It's a 5.20 kickoff. Tragically, it means there's no club live stream, which is that's a blow. I've really come to enjoy those club live streams. I should miss that on Saturday. Yeah, I can understand why. I mean, there's no point in doubling up. Um, no. And uh, you can watch the the BT uh, Sport channel for, I think, a, a sort of a tenner a pop if you if you want to just dip in. So, um, I think they do it. I think it's a monthly thing they do. Somebody took us to task for that the other day. You can't just buy a day pass on BT or something. I'm not sure. Check before you uh, commit yourself. Well, but even so. if it's a monthly pass, I don't think it's that expensive. And no. uh, you go, you'll get the Champions League final, won't you? Yeah, that's true. Wherever they decide to play that, yeah, in fact. Yeah, yeah. Istanbul or Constantinople or um, that, that, that That is a They Might Be Giants song. It is, I know. <laughs> I was just about to break into song there for a minute. <laughs> but uh, good, good job I didn't, but of course we do have... We've got we Billy coming up. For yeah. you. <laughs> Let's have a chat about those games over the weekend then. The Eastleigh game, I was so impressed with the way Torquay played against Eastleigh on Saturday. It I was, think it's one of the most complete performances we've seen, Richard. They, it, I mean, they dominated the first half, got a couple of goals ahead. They did concede a goal, but then, you know, they, they, they kind of reset themselves, went again, scored again and managed the game out. I thought they were brilliant against Eastleigh. It was, it was a great performance, wasn't it? One of the best we've seen this season and we've seen some very good ones. Um, yeah. uh, Billy Walters scoring that early with a... What, what a strike that was. Oh, um, what a goal! What just, a goal! Who knew he had in. that in his armory? Well, it's a left foot thing as well. I mean, I know uh, it, it's just—it was just a quality strike. He's, he's cutting, cutting from the the right, taking a couple of touches to 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 get it past a couple of defenders, and and he's hit it with such ferocity that the goalkeeper's still standing there without moving by the time it's in yeah. the back of the net. I mean, he doesn't—he doesn't even flinch because there's nothing he can do about it. It's a great strike. It's a great way to open a game. Six minutes on the on the um, yeah. the clock, and uh, yeah, what 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 a start! Um, Didn't he enjoy it as well? Yeah, he did. He you could tell that. he enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it looked good on the live stream where the camera's on the pop side. It looked even better on the um, the official Vanarama highlights where the camera is on Bristow's bench. You, you get to see goals from both sides, don't you, these days? Yeah, that'll be Louis, won't it, doing the uh, the, the, yeah. the video analysis recording from the other side. Um, so that's where that's come from. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Excellent. Great goal. Second goal, Asa Hall. Stooping header. The ace. Not quite sure if it, it hit somebody else on the way in, but never mind. We'll give Acer our leading scorer, Acer Hall, that one with great pleasure. I mean, of course, if Danny Wright had been around, I don't think Acer Hall would have been leading scorer, but what an achievement that is if he finishes up the season as a top scorer. With four games to go, you can't see anybody count unless somebody. Billy Waters starts scoring hat tricks for a pastime. He might just get it, but I think uh, I think Ace is your man at the moment. Absolutely, no. It was a great stooping header as well. It's a header that is a kind of header that we've become used to to Ace doing. Now they don't always come off, but on this occasion, wonderful, wonderful header. 
Absolutely, and it's that whole business of getting across your defender, getting yeah. the ball at the near post. I think Gary said in the post-match that it was good when some of these things from the training ground do come off, when players yeah. do what they're told. The players who are supposed to distract the defenders and move them out of the way do exactly that. And that's you know some of the craft that people like uh, Danny Wright and Scott Bowden do that you don't always see. The work to... Um, to get defenders away from the near post so that somebody else can get in there. Indeed, indeed. Who put in the cross? I can't remember off the top of my head. And I put was you on the spot. It was a corner, wasn't it? Yeah. It I was think, a corner. It, it, was, was. it was Jake, I think. It was yeah. a left foot in-swinging corner. I think you're right. I believe. Yeah. And then Jake, of course, the third one, lovely free kick. We all know he can do that, but it doesn't um, It doesn't stop it from being great when you actually see it done. There was the three of them standing over, wasn't there? And uh, our, our esteemed friend, uh, David Thomas, was, was talking about the fact that Armani Litter was standing on the sidelines watching, thinking, yeah. I wish I was out there to take this. And Jake basically took up and bent it. Low strike as well, wasn't it? Bent it lovely yeah. around the wall. And it crept in the far corner, just out of reach of the goalkeeper. Um, he, he's he's good at good at those li- little strikes, isn't he, from a free kick? It's, it's been good. I mean, since um, since we've had the injury problems, one good thing to come out of it is to see Jake getting a bit of game time, getting a bit more time on the field. Because you know we all know what a great player he is. Yeah. Um, but I think he's needed that run in the team to bring it out of him. You know, he's playing with confidence. He's playing with a bit of a swagger at the moment, which is always good to see. Yeah. Especially going into four crucial games. So. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was good. To see him get that goal. The only the only point that I I felt slightly uneasy during that game was was after they scored, which was a kind of scrappy goal that came that came way against the the run of play. But for about five to ten minutes after that. We we didn't react very well, and it felt like you know, oh crikey, it's two one. Yeah, we could have easily lost a goal on the counter attack, or, or or or, and then and then you've got to start all over again. Um, so that's why Jake's goal was so important. Yeah, because all of these teams who are sort of fighting around the fringes of the playoffs, they're all dangerous. I mean, we'll come up against another one on Saturday. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But all of these teams are dangerous and it, it was just good to see Eastleigh, you know, put in the nicest possible way, put to the sword and, and done very efficiently. Well, uh, it's one of those weekends, isn't it, where you looked at the two games you've got, Eastleigh on Saturday and Chesterfield on Monday, and both of those teams have been fawns in our sides for season after season. Eastleigh, yeah. for some reason, have been very difficult to beat, when, it, when even when they haven't been the best team in the world. Chesterfield, old league foes, never beaten them at, at their ground. Um, so, again, looking at that fixture, you thought, oh, crikey, that's a bit of a, maybe an uphill task. But but they did it so well in both games. They yeah. they, they, they never looked too, too much in danger, apart from maybe that 10 minutes, as I was saying about earlier on. And honestly, if those are the, the, the type of teams getting into the playoffs. Um, we're, we're head and shoulders above both of those teams, or we were on the day, head and shoulders above both of those teams. Um, Absolutely. Every time we've come up against a team in in our good runs, so that's the run before December and the run that started at the start of March, every time we've come up against teams that you worry about the position that they're in in the, in the league, it's been fairly comfortable yeah 
Yeah. I, so I'm not really... saying that because we've got Bromley on Saturday, but bear it in mind. Yeah. I mean, Chesterfield was a great result. To win 2-0 up there was, you know, you say beyond your wildest dreams. I mean, we hope to get something up there, but you go up there thinking a point would be a very good result up here. But, you know, this current version of Talker United just doesn't do that, does it? No, and then it's, and also what I'd like to say is, is we're scoring goals again. Now, yeah. we, we, we some of this good run has been made up of one nils and etc. Um, late goals. Both of these wins were inside ninety minutes. In fact, inside yeah. eighty minutes, um, and and made up of quality performances without having to rely on completely rely on the defence. Now, having said that, I thought the defence against Chesterfield was absolutely brilliant um, and con- contributed just as much as the two goals did. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great performance all round. It's another great goal from Billy Waters. Yeah. It's kind of the Billy Waters show this week, isn't yeah. it? But, I mean, it's another great goal. Yeah, he took it so well, didn't he? Yeah, he's, you know, we're talking about Jake Andrews with the confidence and the swagger, but you can see it in Billy Waters now. You know, He's been on the fringes of the team, he's been on the bench. You know when he comes on that he's going to put in a massive shift of work because he just does that. He is the, the original wasp at the picnic for Gary's team. Absolutely. The, the amount of work that he did do, uh, not just up front, but in, in, in the middle, and running back and helping out the defence was extraordinary. The, 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 the energy that he's got for, a, you know, he's not the youngest of the talkie players of the current crop, is he? But the energy he's got is, um, is, is phenomenal. Have we mentioned that we've got him singing at the end of the podcast? We've got him singing at the end of the... We, yeah, um, yeah. Socially distanced, uh, not live in the room. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, yeah, a lot of hard work went into that... Um, win at Chesterfield. Gary Warren managed to dislocate his finger and get it popped back in by yeah. Hepworth, which so, must have made his eyes water a bit, I imagine. Well, Gary speaks about that on the chat that I had with him. And, uh, yeah, I made my eyes water when he mentioned it. Yeah. But I that's mean, why he called him a warrior. Yeah, he, uh, he just sort of ran over to the bench and just... Uh, he, Gary said his finger was pointing in the wrong direction and he just said, Gaffer, Gaffer, can, can you get this popped back in? There you go. It's it's beyond beyond tough, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Another good thing to see at Chesterfield as well, which I thought was very interesting, was Scott Bowden. Um, after that second goal, I mean, whatever's gone on there at Chesterfield, there obviously isn't any great love lost between Scott Bowden and the club at the moment no. because took his second goal. He came down from his seat to the touchline to celebrate with his his new teammates. Uh, obviously, in case anybody's in any doubt, he's on loan to us from Chesterfield. Yeah. But um, his heart, he, he, if there's evidence of a player who's been talkified, as Gary likes to put it, um, that was it really, wasn't it? Scott coming down from his seat, celebrating with his new teammates. Um, I think he's a talkie player now. He's a yellow now, isn't he? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he's obviously playing for a contract next season as well. And at the moment, I'd take him. I've, I've enjoyed watching him. I think he's he's grown yeah. in stature while he's been here. But um, you say he's been talkified. I think I think he came on loan because they, the the relationship at Chesterfield had broken down, hadn't it? I think he'd been more anti-Chesterfied as well as, yeah. as talkified, and I, I bet he enjoyed that moment. Yeah, certainly looked like it. Great pictures from our friends at Pinnacle again, by the way. 
um, always tell the story of the match really well. So yeah. that was the picture that I enjoyed the most, I think, was that one. Their manager was very unhappy afterwards. I saw an interview with him on YouTube. He was very technical as well. He was talking in coaching terms that I could barely understand. So moving on to the... I mean, Notts County against Sutton was a great game of football on Tuesday. I didn't watch all of it. I was getting a bit nervous. I thought, I'll go out for a run and see what happens at the end. And, and I missed I missed the Keystone Cops ending to the game, didn't I? I've seen it since, but what a finish. Gary time. Gary time. It's nice that somebody else got a goal yeah. for us in Gary time, isn't it? Yeah, I, it, was, it was an interesting game to watch. I watched it all because it was live on BT, obviously. And um, uh, when they went one up, I thought, OK, that's, and then, you know, um, Sutton hit back almost immediately. They, they, they looked the better team, Sutton, and you expected them then yeah. to go on and win it. But um, Notts County got another one, 2-1, and then almost as quickly again, it was 2-0. And, 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 you know, you, you, you decided in your head that, well, we'll take a draw, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, yeah, that would have been all right. It would have been all right. If it means, if means Sutton dropping two points, then yes, please. Um, and then Mark Ellis, who I thought was excellent, he was much better than when he when, when we played against them. Um, still, still extravagantly bandaged. From yeah, his, um, his clash with Josh Umer. Yeah, way. yeah, odd one. Um, he, I thought he was excellent, um, and he he was trying to turn the ball in the box, wasn't he? Right at the end, then ninety yeah. third minute, I think, uh, four, yeah. four minutes injury time, and. He was just ploughed into it. It was a definite penalty. I mean, the referee didn't even think twice about it. Um, it was a, what it was what a the player was challenge. doing in the box in the 93rd yeah. minute of a massive <laughs> game for them like that, I'll never know. I mean, it wasn't wasn't as, even as if Ellis had to throw himself down. He was cleaned out. Yeah. It was, I, mean, I don't think the referee had any choice there at all. It was an extraordinary challenge at that stage of a game that yeah. mattered so much to Sutton. It sparked off. I mean, Ellis was going the other way. He was heading out of the box with the ball. Yes. Which yeah. is what, what he was trying to turn. But at the moment of impact, he was heading out of the box. And it was a beautifully dispatched penalty. Rodriguez put it away beautifully, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I bet there was a lot of bit breath being held in Torbay, wasn't there? And, and beyond. Notts County down to 10 men for the last half hour as of well. Of course, yeah. No, it was a great performance for them. Um, yeah. Thank you very, very much, Notts County. Absolutely. So now our destiny is in our own hands, isn't it? We have to match or better whatever Sutton do. We I just have to match whatever Sutton do. Well, we have. Well, all we have to do, guys, win the next four games. That's all. That's, That's all, all we you have make, to do. You make it sound so simple. Well, we've won the last ten out of twelve. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, actually, isn't it? Um, I think. I, I I think if we win all four, it would be. Slightly bizarre, incredible. Um, I can't see us winning all four. Of course, we've got two. We've got two, which will be perceived as hard games, which are um, Bromley and Stockport. Yeah. And then we've got two which can be perceived as as easier games in Barnet and Altrincham. Um, Bromley is going to be a tough game. It's going to be a it tough is. game. Stockport is going to be a tough game. If we're going to drop points anywhere, it will be at one of those, in one of those games, I think. However, what you've got to remember 
is that we are four points clear of Sutton, who have five games to go. Um, they'll play on Saturday. We'll play on Saturday. Even if uh, we lose and they win, they are still only uh, a, a point behind us. Their, their um, game in hand happens on the Tuesday night after that. Okay. After that, the last three games for both clubs are all at the same time. Interesting. It's going to be a fantastic end to this season. I can't wait for the, the way these next four weeks are going to unfold. It's just going to be. It's going to be a joy for the Yellow Army. Whatever happens, I think I've done the maths correctly. I think on Tuesday we guaranteed ourselves a playoff. Place yeah, we anyway. did. Yeah, because an X went up on the on the table on Wikipedia, which means uh, we're in the playoffs. <laughs> Um, I've got, I've got the, I've gotten written down here the, uh, the games in, in some terrible handwriting. If you want me to go through them, but um, yeah, why not? Uh, this was before Tuesday, so May the fourth, Notts County versus Sutton. Well, we know what happened there. So Saturday, May the eighth, Torquay versus Bromley. Well, that's that's a later kickoff, isn't it? Um, Sutton yeah. versus Weymouth, um, and Hartlepool versus Maidenhead. Hmm. Not sure either of those yeah. are going to drop points there. Um, You've got a factor stop in as well. Though, well, they're not playing that day. Okay. So Tuesday, Stockport versus Dagenham. Uh-huh. And Sutton versus Woking. Oh, that's a good one. And yeah. then from then on, it's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday for all, all of the, the teams chasing promotion or chasing for the title. Yeah. Um, Saturday, May the 15th, Oldershots, Hartlepool, uh, Maidenhead, Sutton, and Stockport, Torquay. Yeah. Saturday, May the 22nd, Stockport, Woking, Sutton, Hartlepool, and Torquay, Barnet. Well, someone's going to lose some points on that Saturday, but Sutton yeah. versus yeah. Hartlepool. Um, Saturday, May the 29th, Altrincham, Torquay, Barnet versus Sutton, uh, Hartlepool versus Weymouth, and Yeovil versus Stockport. Every one of those games is going to matter. You know yeah. this isn't going to be easy, don't you? Absolutely. You know it's going to go down to Gary time on the last day of the season. Yeah, I mean there are there are incidents. It, it, there are moments where teams are playing each other there, so. It would be very difficult to work out exactly what's going to happen from from here. Four games to go, five games for, for Sutton. Um, of course, three for Hartlepool. And um, yeah, yeah and, and, and four also for, for Stockport, I believe. So, interesting, interesting times. Indeed. Before we leave the weekend's games, of course, congratulations to Sam Shering, who got himself into the Vanarama Team of the Week. Yeah, well and deserved. Very well deserved. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's played so well this season. I mean, when it comes to the lone players, I mean, Adam Randall gets the plaudits and quite rightly so, but Sam Shering has been in a tower of strength back there, hasn't he? He's played so well this season. With a month to go, Guy, who would be your player of the season? I was thinking this um, the other day because I assumed that um, there'll be there'll be some voting of some kind from Talkie United. We look out to see what that is. If there isn't, we'll do one ourselves. Um, for me... It's tricky, this, isn't it? Because you, you run the risk of offending people. But for me, it's between Conor Lim and Hay Evans and Adam Randall. I think Adam Randall has been outstanding. And I think um, he might just get my vote at the moment. The last lone player to win it was Nathan Smith, wasn't it, I think? 
yeah. I think Randall could do it as well. Uh, I I am in the Connor Lemonet Evans camp at the moment. Yeah. Um, there's time but for that to change. But then you look all through the team. You look. Yeah, anyone can. You look at anyone. Hall's yeah. Captain's performances. Yeah, sharing Hall. You know, team, there's been so many players who've um, who've had long runs in the team and, and played so well. So. And of course, had it not been for his injuries, Danny Wright would have been way up there. I mean, I reckon he would have scored 20 goals by now. Yeah, Kyle Cameron would have been, yeah. I mean, was, was ever present up until Absolutely. the point where he got injured. No, it's, 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 um, it's not an easy vote this, this year. Sometimes it, you, you know from halfway through the season that Luke, Luke Young's won it, don't you? Or um, yeah, we, We've had seasons where there's only really been one yeah, candidate. Yeah, yeah well, at least we're not it's in that situation. One. So let's look ahead then to Bromley on Saturday. 5.20 kick-off on BT Sport, as we've said. No live stream because it's on BT Sport. They're seventh. Yeah. Uh, they're ahead of Notts County and Chesterfield at the moment. Yeah. A bit of a little bit of a surprise package. Not for my mate Paul in Paynton, who was involved with Bromley Football Club back in the 70s when they were playing in front of three men and a dog. Was he he's, part, uh, he's was a very he, happy Bromley fan these days. Was he part of the original Bromley contingent? I think he probably was, yeah. Susie and um, and, and, and Paul Sid Garber. and John, yeah, yeah. I believe so. <laughs> so we played him on October the tenth. We beat him two one. Third game of the season. Randall scored. Danny Wright got a penalty. Yeah. That day, not sure if it was because Asa wasn't playing or maybe Asa hadn't taken on the penalty duties then. No, but, I can't uh, remember either. Danny Wright was a penalty scorer there. They've won five of their last six games. They've won away at Woking. They've won away at Chesterfield. They've won away at Halifax. They're going to be tough on Saturday. Yeah, that's some good results, isn't it? Yeah, they do. They've got a bloke called Michael Cheek, a seasoned performer. Very seasoned non-league. Very seasoned non-league performer. He's been around for some years. I don't. I might be wrong, and if I if I am wrong, then he's only just dipped his toe in, but I don't think he's ever played in the league. Uh, but uh, Cambridge, United, when non-league, when they were non-league, he was there. Um, he's been around a bit as a good goal scorer. He is Braintree, Dagenham, Ebbsfleet, but I can't, I had a quick look through his uh, Palmares this morning. I can't see that he's ever scored against us. Oh, oh don't say that. I don't, I don't think he scored against Torquay, but Well, I'm go. putting money on him now after you said that then. <laughs> Players that we have in common, Ben Winters played for both Josh Rees, Brett Williams, who got a hat-trick for Bromley when they beat us 3-1 in 2017. The memorable match, of course, a very memorable game, September 2015, Torquay United 3, Bromley 7. Yeah. At Playmore. That, yeah. that, was, that was just one of those afternoons when everything that could go wrong did go wrong. I can, still, in the I can still see Dino's tracksuit. Yeah. Of course, I talk to Dino occasionally these days because he's the manager of Barnstable and I, I, I cover a sport for that paper up there. And uh, yeah, it, I've never brought it up. No, I, I, I probably wouldn't. No. It's probably not one of his happier football memories, no. Dino. So um, yeah, let's, let's leave that where it is. But yeah, I mean, they, they'll be tough. We know they'll be tough. Gary and Aaron and the team will have done their homework on Bromley. They'll know exactly what, the, what to expect. I don't think there's a team in this league that we need to be frightened of, um, but you need to respect these teams, don't you? Yeah, you do. Oh, no. I mean, Gary knows more than anyone how dangerous teams like that are going to be. But he also has full confidence in his squad at the moment. When you consider that the players that we're still missing, 
Um, yeah. The fact that this team is is almost as good, or if if well, the record says that it's as good as the team that was winning in the first yeah. half of the season. It's incredible because it's, it's it's quite a, quite a different team. But a player that we haven't mentioned at all is uh, Benji Kimpiota. Yeah, come back from injury, came on against Eastleigh, looked lively, started uh, at Chesterfield. Looked lively, needs a goal. It'd be great to see him get one this weekend. He, but, does, um, he does need a goal. I, I thought he was better coming on against Eastleigh than he was starting against Chesterfield. I think, yeah. obviously, uh, because Scott Bowden couldn't play against Chesterfield, Gary was forced into making a change, and I, I think it was the right change. But I just feel that, um, that there wasn't much penetration um, no. from him, and he wasn't holding the ball up too well against Chesterfield uh, because that's the kind of job that Scott Bowden has to do yeah. when he starts when he starts well, the, the job that Danny Wright would do but against Eastleigh when he comes on and he's, he's fast and he's quick and he's trying to be tricky and he's trying to get through players and get into the box um, from the subs bench against tired legs I think he's much more effective yeah. now obviously he hasn't scored yet and we're hopefully that will come let's 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 say that's going to come in the 69th minute against Bromley uh, after he's come on in the 72nd minute. <laughs> if that comes off, I will, I will be very annoyed I actually didn't put, go take, take that to the bookies. But we, I mean, think probably start with Bowden and Waters up front. I think so. I think so. I think so, and and like I said, and you've got when you've got Kimpioko on the bench ready to to run at tired legs, I think that's a great weapon uh, yeah. in your arsenal. Um, yeah. Have we have we mentioned yet that Billy Waters sings at the end of this podcast? By the way, does he? Yeah. Oh. Just in case we haven't mentioned it yet. So, a, a little bit of sad news for ex goals this week as well. Alan McLaughlin. Uh, died this week. He's only 54 years old. He'd been living with cancer for a little while. He, of course, played for Torquay in the Great Escape game, in the game where they drew 2-2 with Crewe, uh, playing more the game. Uh, at the end of uh, the 86-87 season. <clears throat> the, the, the iconic picture of that game, which will be accompanying this uh, podcast online, is of Paul Dobson scoring the crucial goal falling backwards onto the ground, the fans in the background, you can see him starting to put their hands up in the air. Yeah. Dobson's falling as he shoots. The players in that picture are Dobson, uh, Mark Lauren, Jim McNichol and Alan McLaughlin are the four players in that picture. And if you, if you, if you put eyes in the back of your head while you're looking at that photo, you'll see me in the stand just about to <laughs> jump up as well, in the old grandstand. They were, what a, and it is the iconic image. I mean, he came to us in March of that year, played 24 games because he stayed at the beginning of the following season as well um, on a loan. He uh, midfield, he loaned from Swindon. Played for Southampton, Portsmouth, Wigan and Rochdale. Played 42 games for the Republic of Ireland in that great period under Jack Charlton. Of course he did, uh, yeah. Fabulous documentary, by the way, um, which was on BBC a couple of weeks ago about finding Jack Charlton, absolutely superb, which deals with that period. I, I I've seen that is available. I haven't watched it yet, but I kept I kept on coming across it in the in the um, the ads, you know, when it was on a couple of weeks ago. So I, I need to have a look at that. 
It's outstanding, by yeah. the way. It's very, very good. It's very well done. And of course, Alan McLaughlin was a big part of that period in Irish football history. Um, a big part of Talking United, you know, yeah. just that sort of brief period that he spent with us. And um, uh, thoughts, of course, to his friends and family. Absolutely. Uh, difficult time for them. Absolutely. A uh, quick look at the ex-goals who've been in action this week. Not all of them, but a few notable names. Lloyd Kerry was in the Harrogate side that beat Concord Rangers 1-0 to win the FA Trophy. I missed the result of that. I, I, I watched the, um, the, the first half of the FA Vars game. Which Concert was against um, somebody else from Newcastle. Yeah. Two teams, Hebben. Hebben, yeah. I watched the yeah. first half of that um, and then um, I had to log off. To, to watch Torquay, so uh, um, yeah, it was it was uh, that that was quite quite an interesting first half. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I never never looked at what the result was. I'm not sure who won that. I think, if memory serves me correctly, Heaven won it three two. Right, half. it was two all. I think right. at half time when I left. So yeah, it was a good game. Um, that was decent. Missed, uh, missed, uh, missed, missed the trophy game, but um, yeah. So when it comes to pub quizzes in years uh, years to come, the only football league team to win the FA Trophy... Indeed. Harrogate. Yeah. Because, of course, we got promoted and it was last year's trophy final. Uh, Dan Butler was promoted to the Championship as part of the Peterborough squad. Was he really? Wow. Not Has he been playing? Dan Butler. I'm not sure if he's getting in, in the team at the moment, but... Um, I like that's, Dan. That's, yeah, I like Dan Butler. That's quite isn't it? Yeah, I like Dan Butler. I thought he was a decent player. He's done well there, got to Peterborough, and they will be playing in the Championship next season. Great news for Barry Fry. Everybody loves Barry Fry, don't they? Oh, of course. Uh, and but he, he's a bit of a character of himself now, isn't he? I mean, I heard him interviewed on the radio the other day, and I just thought, stop being so Barry Fry. Stop being, yeah, stop being Barry Fry. That was Radio 4, wasn't it, in the morning? I heard that one as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how much more Barry Fry could a man be? <laughs> and two penalties. Two penalties for Rory Keating. Wow. For Galway United as they beat Cove Ramblers 4-0. Excellent. And two penalties for Luke Young for Wrexham as they beat Solihull Moors 2-1. Saw that as well, yeah. So Asa Hall isn't the only person who can get two penalties in a game this season. No. Rory Keating and Luke Young as well. And that kind of brings us to the end of the agenda. Did I did did, did you mention that, that we've got some singing coming up? We have. Now if you've been watching the live streams of the Talky Home Games, you'll have seen the player interviews. We keep talking about these every week, and they really are absolutely first class. And everybody keeps going on about how good a singer Billy Waters is. Yeah. Because the, one of the initiation things the players have to do is get up and sing yeah. in front of their peers. They, they, they all mention all Billy, uh, and they all mention him for, his, for his, his music and stuff in the dressing room as well, don't they? They do. Um, and Scott Bowden actually let slip last week that, um, oh yeah, there are some YouTube clips of Billy singing. So I thought, I'll go and have a look for one of those. So this isn't as if we've done any skullduggery or anything. We haven't bugged anybody or hacked anybody or, or lurked around the corner anywhere. The following extract is from uh, Ch uh, Cheltenham's official YouTube channel from May 2016. It appears to be the end of season dinner and dance or something. Awards players dinner and dance United. guy. What are you? Is this the seventies? Dinner and dance. Yeah, this is we. Brixham United used to be the social event of the year. The dinner and dance. At I, the end. I remember going to the CFAM dinner and dance when my, when my dad worked there. <laughs> See, that's just a phrase that stuck in my head. The dinner and dance at the end of the season. There must have been a crash. Why was I Old going there? Yeah. 
So Billy is persuaded to get up and sing. I don't think he takes much persuading, does he? No, there is another clip of him accompanying himself on the piano, by the way. So he's obviously a very talented chap. So he does a couple of songs and we've just edited down a little bit of an extract to finish off this week's podcast for you. Are we calling Billy him... Are we calling him um, what are we going to... Is it Billy Williams? We should do. It's either that or it's Muddy Waters. I'm not sure which it is. Oh. But this is this is the extract. Uh, Richard and I will leave you now. Enjoy the Bromley game on Saturday, yeah. 5.20 kick-off on BT Sports. Don't forget the late kick-off. Leave you in the capable hands of Billy Waters. And as ever, we finish with... Come on, Come on you yellows. You.